And now it's time for Dave's Disney View Podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his Grand Circle Tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all. But he understands its place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. So come along and take a listen to Dave's thoughts about the Walt Disney World Resorts and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, on today's podcast, I am taking a trip up to the Walt Disney World Resort, and uh, I've got uh, some things that I'm going to check out. And primarily, I want to kind of see how the uh, my magic is working out, how all that's kind of coming together. I'm kind of curious to see what's working and what's not, and kind of what's coming together there. So stay tuned for my thoughts on that. Also, I'm going to visit Epcot and uh, have a little experience there that I'll tell you about. So I'm up at the Walt Disney World Resort today, and uh, something I noticed, and this was an observation that a friend of mine was telling me about who's a cast member, there's a lot more attention to um, safety going on, and it's really kind of odd and weird. And they, you know, he said they shifted the focus to go more toward uh, being safe rather than the guest experience. And the interesting thing is I've noticed that because you know, there's little subtleties like just the way they hit managed cues, the way they talk to people. And the way they're doing things as they uh, as they go through the uh, the process, you know, they're just they're just stopping you for a moment and telling you about something, or you know, like when you get in the car, the car on the Grand Prix, like I'm on right now, they say, oh, remember, no bumping, and they take a second and just tell you that, um, you know, even the way they they like line people up and the kind of some of the things they do, it's really kind of interesting how that all is different than it than it was in the past. There's definitely an emphasis on safety at this moment, guest safety. Uh, it's interesting because the uh, the company keeps kind of changing directions on that a little bit. Uh, the other thing I'm doing in the park today is I'm putting together a couple of YouTube videos to describe my apps. So I hope you'll check those out. I'll put a link in my show notes page so you can see them. Uh, I think that's one of those fun things, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to check out my press pennies, my hidden mickeys, and my uh, pin trading apps. And uh, go in there and take a look at the uh, the, app, the actual uh, information in there. Kind of a fun little apps, and I'll put links in there along with the YouTube videos so you can go check them out and download a copy if you haven't already. They're for the iProducts, the iDevices, like iPhones, iPod Touches, and uh, iPads. So please check it out, and uh, tell me what you think about the videos. They're a little fun to put together. Okay, so every once in a while, there's a comment from a guest that just blows you away as hysterically funny. And uh, today I experienced one. We were standing in line to see uh, Go- uh, the great Goofini and Donaldo, and um, the Goofies first. And the lady at the, in front of us had her son with her, and I guess she was trying to potty train him or whatever. And she says, can Goofy say to my son that it's good to be potty trained or teach him how to potty train? And the cast member just gave her this look like, what? And then, and then he goes, I, I think you want to ask Mickey, because he's the one who talks. I, I don't think Goofy does that, because he doesn't teach that. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> so strange. I've never seen anything quite like that. <laughs> Though, I have told you that there are funny comments from guests sometimes, and, well, that certainly qualifies. Oh. 
So something I've noticed, and I should have noticed this sooner. I don't know why I didn't, as we were walking through, and I've been talking about all these different things that they've been adding. So in the Haunted Mansion queue, they had created the cemetery as one side, and if you wanted to avoid it and bypass it and go straight into the ride, you went on the other side. I don't know why I didn't see it coming, but obviously the bypass is now the Fast Pass return. So Fast Pass has kind of taken over the Pirates of the, uh, the uh, Haunted Mansion as well, which is kind of strange to me in a weird way because the queue never lasts that long. I mean, like just now, they said there was a 25-minute wait. We got in line. We rode the entire attraction, and we got off at, in less than 25 minutes. So it's kind of weird that that worked out that way. But it's funny how, you know, the Fast Pass has taken over, and, you know, now they're trying to force people to take Fast Passes to things that don't really need them. And then the return, you go through the area without without the cemetery, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. I, see, I think I'm finally starting to see what's going on. My eyes have been opened a little bit, and I'm starting to understand the bigger picture here, that... You know, they're trying to uh, manage lines a little differently, and things are kind of going differently than they used to. And the other thing is, noticed as I was looking at some of the fast passes, um, a lot of them very early in the day from the more popular attractions are gone because the fast pass plus are taking up all the all the ride times, and so the paper fast passes are almost all gone. So that that's clearly an indication that the paper fast passes will be gone very soon; they won't exist anymore. Uh, who knows how long that'll be? I'm guessing sometime next year you'll start to see that. But just interesting as we uh, as we look at the whole big picture. And then something else I noticed, there's these uh, Fast Pass Plus kiosks located around the park. And i got to tell you, every single one of them has a line by it, you know, where people are trying to update their Fast Passes. And I heard people talking in line about wanting to update their Fast Passes while they were, um, uh, while they were on their phone, smart devices and whatever. And they were trying to update them. And some of them were successful, and some of them were like, oh, there's not, a, there's not something available for such and such attraction. So it's interesting how that's kind of developing, too, because it's... People want to change it, but it's not exactly easy to change it along the way. It's kind of weird, actually. Well, even one side of the Pirates is now Fast Pass Plus, and the other side is a standby entrance. So it used to be you'd walk up and pick the side you want to go on. You can't do that anymore because now the Fast Pass Plus is one side of it. It's really strange the way they're doing this Fast Pass Plus. So the queue doubles back on the inside and goes around a little bit when you're in the, in the non-fast pass lane. And something that I noticed is there's no pirates playing chess. It's not there anymore. Well, at least you can't see it if you're on the non-fast pass line. Oh my goodness! It's one of my favorite elements of the uh, of the queue. Okay, so we did verify that you can, in fact, see the um, pirates playing chess if you're on the fast pass side, which is kind of funny because people in the fast pass side are just trying to get on the ride quickly, so it's kind of lost to them. So I'm just like, oh, disappointing. So taking a few minutes to have a lunch and be our guest, nice place to kind of stop and relax. Today I'm eating in the... I guess it would be the Rose Room. It's really nice. It's, it's different because, it, you know, everything's all torn up, and the Beast was in here, and he's got a, an attitude about it. And every once in a while, the uh, lightning strikes and all the petals fall off the rose. It's very clever, very cute the way they set it up and the whole thing that they do there. So, interestingly, I noticed that as we were coming in, they're beta testing having um, a fast pass uh, dining reservation or a, sort of an advanced dining res reservation. It's sort of a hybrid, I guess. For people who have the, um, the magic bands and who were solicited specifically by the concierge of the hotel they were staying at, so that would mean that it's a deluxe resort or a Disney um, Disney Vacation Club property in that case, right? So just I'm thinking that you know here we go with the differentiation of service. You don't have to wait in line if you're staying at one of these properties. So we'll see. 
but uh, they're just testing it right now. Are you waiting in anything? No, we're good, thanks. One other thing I, I happened to notice earlier. I was uh, standing in line. We were, I think, with the Pirates of the Caribbean, and we were uh, standing there. And there was a man in front of me who opened his iPhone. And I couldn't help but notice he had an app on there that looked very familiar to me. He had the Press Penny app on his iPhone. It's the first time I've ever seen one of my apps somewhere. And I was like, hey, cool. But I didn't talk to him about it. I thought about it for a second, but I didn't. Um, so whoever you are, thanks. And uh, I hope people check it out. So something I had to try this time was the gray stuff because it's amazing. So now I'm going to actually try it and see if it is, in fact, amazing. Let's do a little live review here. It's very good. Is it amazing? No. But it's really good. Try the gray stuff. It's amazing. So my uh, videos about the uh, various apps that I have have a special guest star in them. He's world-renowned. It's my own son. Say hi. Hello. Hi. His name, he likes to go by Alberto, so we'll just call him Alberto. It's, we'll go with that. Anyway, um, so he's, he stars in the videos, and I hope you enjoy them. Like I said, you can go over to uh, YouTube and check them out. I'll put a link in my show notes page so you can go check them out. But uh, it's pretty cool. It's uh, little videos and vignettes about um, the, the various apps that I have, the pin trading, the hidden Mickeys, and the uh, Pe Press Penny app. Um, so do check them out, and um, let me know what you think. Anything you want to add? Um, well, all I wanted to add was goodbye. <laughs> Okay, then on another topic, <laughs> um, so this is your first time seeing the new Fantasyland. What do you think so far? It's definitely different than what I remembered. It's much more princesses, that's for sure, than um, before. It used to be Mickey and Minnie's house, and then a few other Disney well-known characters, but now um, it's become just all princesses. The world is princesses. Look at that. And uh, I guess that's uh, not such a good thing for you, is it? Well, I was a girl, it might be, but uh, as the last one I checked, I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. From the, from the mouth of a teenage boy. There you go. So I'm totally amazed by the number of people that are using the My Magic bands. Uh, they've got them on and they're walking along with them. It's really kind of interesting to see how well that's propagated to this point. I hope you enjoyed in my last podcast where I talked about the My Magic Bands and went into some of the details and some of my thoughts about it. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting what Disney is doing with My Magic. Uh, I'm not sure and convinced that I love it or even like it at this point. But, you know, that's kind of to be this determined still. After seeing it in, in action, I have some doubts about it because some things have changed just enough to kind of be annoying a little bit uh, where I don't feel really good about a lot of things that are going on. There's some things that I think are tremendous, and it really makes it easy to be able to walk up to a kiosk and, and get right in. I still think park admission is a little slower than it was in the past. Still issues, still glitches, could still see uh, some problems with people uh, going in the parks. But overall, you know, it was still okay. I guess it was, you know, it was well handled. There, you know, there are some things about the uh, Fast Pass Plus I really don't like. There are some attractions that have Fast Pass Plus that really don't make sense to me like the Haunted Mansion, like It's a Small World, and so on. It's just those are the ones that I kind of have to wonder why you have the Fast Pass Plus for those. But I guess that's uh, that'll get worked out over time, right? So while I'm over here in Epcot, 
It's the International Food and Wine Festival that's going on. So I want to wander around and check out some of the different uh, events that are happening and maybe sample a little bit of food here and there. There are a number of different countries that are represented here, and they've got the, a little bit of food. The way it works is you can actually go up and you pretty much every country that's there has maybe two or three dishes that they're sampling that are representative of their country. And uh, for about $5 or so, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little bit more, you can uh, actually pick up a sample of the food. It's usually, you know, enough of a portion where it, it's kind of an appetizer size almost. So you can kind of try out a couple of different things and uh, see how they all taste and see what you like. Most of the uh, exhibits, most of the uh, countries also have either a beer or a wine selection as well. Not all of them, of course. And then there are some other, se other areas that have beer and wine collections that are kind of separated from them. So you can sample some different uh, craft beers and some different wines from different regions and uh, while you're sampling your food. Now, for me, I was mainly interested in the food, and we tried out a couple of different things as we went along. There was, um, there was some pretty good stuff there. I mean, you know, some interesting, uh, interesting creations, uh, a lot of things that you don't normally see on a menu, and especially in Florida. But uh, you might see them other places where there's a little bit more ethnic diversity, but there was some pretty good stuff on the menu. Um, got a couple of things, sampled them, tried them, really enjoyed uh, just checking it out and uh, just sampling some of the food items. And, you know, the smells are just incredible as you're walking along because you can smell all these different foods. And everybody's got something out there, and you can just kind of check it out and, uh, you know, just try some things. And it's, it's really, it's a lot of fun. You know, and the other thing is they've got uh, a number of different um, activities going on as well. One of the things they do is the Eat to the Beat series. So as you're walking along uh, in the evenings, there'll be a couple of performances by top name bands. Uh, on the night I was there, it was actually Survivor playing. Now, you remember, may remember Survivor from the 1980s, uh, you know, a rock band that came out of that era. along and it was it was kind of fun just made the night a little bit more uh, fun and friendly so it was just a just a nice uh, nice afternoon and evening to uh, to kind of walk along and just enjoy the music and uh, have a little sample of different uh, food items and uh, watch all the people drinking all the different beers and, uh, and wines now I'm not much of a drinker myself so that really didn't phase me but uh, it's one of the things that I find kind of funny is that you see all these different people who've got uh, shirts on that say something about you know drinking around the world or um, doing Disney drunk or something like that, and it's just kind of funny to see them doing that because you know everybody's got a drink in their hand while they're walking along and just enjoying themselves, and that's totally cool as long as they're not driving. I have no issues with it, and they're not being stupid out there and doing dumb things. I'm cool with it. They're welcome to uh, to drink and as much as they like as long as they don't get fall down drunk and hurt somebody. It's it's all good. Um, but uh, it's you know it's kind of interesting to see them walking along with those t-shirts and just telling you basically that they're a drunk and uh, just enjoying themselves as they go along. So um, among the dishes, there was a couple of uh, different cheese soups that uh, that we tried. There was a lobster pie that was just uh, just phenomenal, and then there was a uh, the escargot over in France that was really really good. So really enjoyed that. Um, 
I highly recommend checking out the uh, Food and Wine Festival at some point if you ever get the chance to. It's a really nice thing to do. And uh, it's included with your theme park admission to Epcot um, during the times that the Food and Wine Festival is going on. It's typically late summer until, like, you know, early November, somewhere in that range. It varies a little bit year to year. Uh, this year was extended out a little bit more than, uh, than it had been in the past. But it's a lot of fun. It's, um, it's you know, just an opportunity to kind of go around and just enjoy yourself a little bit and uh, see some different things. There were a lot, lot of people there just taking part in it because it's just such a fun event. And there's just so much to do and see and, you know, so many things to try. One of the things you can do is you can uh, actually get a wristband uh, where you um, you can use your My Magic Band or you can pick up a wristband if you don't have a My Magic Band. And uh, you can actually put uh, link it to a credit card so that way you can make your payments. That way you just walk up to the kiosk and you just say, I want this, put your wristband on there and it'll charge you and you don't have to worry about uh, paying for the things. Uh, you can just, you know, you can basically, it's, it's like putting it on a credit card without having to worry about carrying it around the credit card. So nice idea. I think it's uh, kind of cool that they do that and they allow you to, uh, to have some different experiences that way. Uh, and it was, you know, it was really pretty neat. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Also, while I was in Epcot, I uh, wanted to uh, continue on the, the Agent P World Showcase uh, adventure and uh, helping the organization without a cool acronym to uh, defeat Doofenshmirtz. This time, my son and I actually went to Mexico to do the adventure. Actually erupted and Doofenshmirtz got spit out. That was hysterical. I love this. Alberto, as I like to call you, or you like, you like to be called, you played the Agent P Adventure today. What did you think about it? It's awesome. Uh, things are showing up everywhere. It's one minute they're there, the next minute, or well, one minute they're not there, the next minute they are. They just pop up out of nowhere and never gets to see it. It's amazing. It's not what I expected at all. <laughs> it's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think other, Nothing like it that I've seen. Do you think other people would like to play it? Well, I can't imagine anyone not like this way. That's for sure. It's really cool, isn't it? It's got that little device, and it's showing you the, the video, and you just pick things. And with and your you... little Perry the Platypus shirt on. Yeah, there you go. I'm Perry the Platypus. 
So, of course, I had to walk up to the lady and say, I know what I want to do today. And she looks at me and she goes, yeah, what's that? I'm like, really? You, you didn't know? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's okay. Not everybody. I'm sure knows they have other jobs too. Yeah, I'm sure they do. But it was just funny because she's doing the Perry the Plot. She's doing the Agent P experience. Yeah, come on, she's wearing an Agent P shirt too. She yeah, exactly. Should she should know. She oh, she should have said Perry. Yeah. There you are, Perry. Oh well. Anyway, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> well, that is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. This is episode number 158. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. Now, please exit the moving podcast. The walkway is moving at the same speed as your podcast. Kindly take small children by the hand and watch your head and step. If you have questions, thoughts, or would just like to ask Dave a question, please send an email to Dave's Disney View at gmail.com. You can always find Dave's Disney View on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Show notes for this podcast can be found on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. Original music you hear in this podcast is courtesy of Sound A Music. You'll find a link to the latest Disney-related autism awareness event on the show notes page. We also encourage you to check out Dave's iPhone apps. There are a couple of Disney-related apps, including a Hidden Mickey's app and a pin trading app. 